0: And welcome to Unfiltered Imposed Opinions, where I'm Drew. And that would make me be. And this is season two, episode eight. It is part two of our top 50 horror. Movies. Horror. Horror.
1: horror, horror, horror,
0: horror. <clears throat> we left you guys off with number 25, which was House of a Thousand Corpses. We had B uh, talking a little bit about it. He wanted to go a little bit more in depth. So without further ado,
1: without further ado, I give you B. (laughs) Hey, you beautiful buttholes. Um, Yeah, I actually just rewatched this because I knew um, this was the one that we were going to start with. So I watched this Devil's Rejects and uh, Three from Hell last night or the night before. Maybe it was a combination between the two days. But um, House of a Thousand Corpses is, is one of Rob Zombie's. Uh, films, <laughs> fantastic movie, fucking gorier and shit, mm-hmm. uh, and it is the first one in the trilogy of House of a Thousand Corpses, Devil's Rejects, and Hell from Three is the last one that he had came out with three, three four or th- er, three from Hell. When I say Hell from Three, yeah, that's fine. I'm dyslexic a little bit, anyways.
0: So <laughs> one subplot in House of a Thousand Corpses involves the father of. One of the kidnapped victims coming in search of his daughter, along with some local police. At its core, a story of family. House of a Thousand Corpses sports a cast of twisted individuals who each, with who each throat slash or chest stab, add bodies to their sick human menagerie. Menage. Men- Menagerie, 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 menagerie. There you go. <laughs> wow. All right. Human menagerie. That's a cool word. That should be a band name. <laughs> uh, came out April eleventh,
1: two thousand three. Uh, Sid Haig just passed away. What last year? Yeah, they. He actually passed away while they were making Through From Hell. Yeah. Of course, Sherry
0: Moon Zombie. She's in every fucking Rob Zombie movie. Yeah. Because she has to uh, make a bunch of money off of her husband. Ex-husband. No, they're still married. Um, ex-current, ex-current. They were on and off for a while. I knew that. Always reading shit about that
1: stuff. Uh <clears throat> Yeah. Good, uh, good, movies, very very movies. good movies. Very gory. Very good movies. Very gory. Very good. just fucking weird, but in a good way. Right. Uh, we have
0: number twenty-four, which is Stephen King's Rose Red. Yeah, you ever correct. seen this movie?
1: Uh, I want to say that I have seen this movie. Um, I have not seen it recently, so I do not remember it. Uh, I
0: remember this movie. Because it used to be one of my favorite horror movies. Horror. It, uh... It takes place in a... Basically, like, a haunted mansion. Um... There is a little girl who... Uh... I'm trying to remember her name. Cast. We'll go to cast. Uh... Yeah, Kimberly J Brown plays in um Halloween Town.
1: Oh, okay. Yep.
0: She plays the li- the little girl.
1: Ah, how much for the little girl?
0: She's a telekinetic. Oh, all right. And she uh she it it opens up with her she gets bit by their neighbor's dog and she fucking draws the neighbor's house on a piece of paper. And starts just, like, coloring brown. And then out of nowhere, these stones just start fucking breaking their house and shit like that. That's exciting. Yeah. So they find out that she's a telekinetic and everything. And um, this Nancy Travis, she plays the uh, teacher at a co- Well, a professor at a college who talks about paranormal. And it's been her dream to go to Rose Red... Um, and she wants that little girl to go to see if she could give, like, a, a supernatural uproar. Hmm. Uh, this movie is a very long movie. I think it's right around at clocks, either at three or four hours long. Now, Holy I did not know balls. this, but uh, it actually started out as a TV series. It was four episodes, and each episode, I think, was like right around 45 minutes long. So it's right that around makes like, that four hour mark. Uh, Rose Red is a television miniseries, yeah, scripted by horror novelist Stephen King. Unsurprisingly, the supernatural finds them, and one by one they begin to go missing as the horror ensues. Uh, the 2002 miniseries was written by Stephen King and directed by Craig Baxley. Uh, it's a good, good. You can probably get it as a movie on a DVD now, but it was a miniseries, so. Hmm. Um, a good show, I guess, but I I consider it a movie. Um, good soup, yeah. They they bring in a lot of these, uh, special people. Like one guy can like see the dead, and there was like a he was like a medium, and, mm. uh, just a bunch of different people that have like supernatural powers. They bring them to get an uprising out of this. Mansion, and then they eventually kill whatever was driving it. So nice. Uh,
1: Next on the list, we have Halloween Two. So when we say Halloween Two, we mean the direct, um, the original sequel. Yeah, the direct sequel from. Yeah, from the original Halloween. Honestly, this was. I think this one's actually a little higher on my like my personal list. But like we said, we kind of did like a collective list between Drew's list and my list. Mm -hmm. This one for me would be a little higher on my list, um, just because I really enjoyed these two movies. Yeah, in a continuation of the plot of Halloween,
0: Michael Myers shows off his indestructibility. By resuming his murder spree despite being gunned down with six bullets in the original ending. Based on his appearance in 1981's Halloween 2, Michael stands over seven foot tall and has received the ultimate treatment with over 25 points of articulation and tons of accessories. After, after Dr. Loomis shoots Michael Myers numerous times, him and Lori Strode are horrified to see that Michael has survived and fled the scene, which was the end of
1: the first one. Correct.
0: Most of this movie takes place at the hospital.
1: Yeah, where lower, lower, uh, no. Laurie, Laurie gets taken. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, it does take place mostly Haddonfield in Field Hospital. Haddonfield. Very good movie. Very good sequel. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, moving on. Number twenty two is Friday the thirteenth, the remake. So I believe that out, one 2008? came out. Uh no, I think it was two thousand nine. Two thousand nine or two thousand ten. Um 2009. Okay, I thought so. Uh, this is... I like this one. Yeah, I like this one actually a lot, so maybe mm-hmm. I should have put this a little higher on the list. Uh, but um, is what it is. This one... This was just a kind of rough throw-together list, guys. We didn't... Uh, like, we mm-hmm. put some effort into it, but no, we... It's good, it's good. Yeah. Um. There's a few of them that we obviously I would shuffle so around. so far. Yeah. Uh this one oh it was very good. Um I liked the acting. I really liked The only uh, thing I did not like, I did not know that Jared Pata, uh, Padalecki Jared Padalecki? Played yeah,
0: played in it. Mhm. Now I have to go rewatch it. Yeah. Jared Padalecki please because I was, did
1: not know. Who that that's actually was. one of the Intense. reasons oh,
0: I started watching Supernatural
1: a that's years ago. That's one of the reasons why I actually liked this one a lot more because I like Jared Padalecki. Yeah. And um, the only thing that I did not like about this one is that Jason kept, uh, like, a uh, hostage. Yeah.
0: I He's thought that was kind of stupid. Motive. No,
1: it's not his M.O. It's forte. Yeah. So, that was the only thing that I didn't like about this movie. Other than that, I thought it was fantastic. I thought the kills were great. Whoever played Jason in this one, I'm not 100% sure. Um, I think it... Was it Kane Hodder? Give us a second. I, I'm I'm really curious on who played Jason. Derek Mears. Derek Mears. Okay. Well, he did a very good job. Um Mears. Mears. I, I just really Mears. Uh the <laughs> It was weird because Jason was like a little like you seen him kinda not necessarily run but kind of like move a lot faster than what he normally would yeah. in this one so this one the teen choice awards for
0: uh best horror thriller movie in 2009 horror and also the mtv movie award for best villain goes to jason voorhees in 2009
1: nice. because jason voorhees is the fucking man yeah, yeah, yeah. anyways sorry um yeah, it was a really good movie. Uh, obviously, if you have seen one or multiple of the Jasons, and you haven't seen this one, it's pretty much the same premise. Kids go to, uh, it's it's not the exactly the same. Actually, it's not about like counselors going to like camp. It's actually just, um, like this kid has a his father has like a lake house. In Camp Crystal Lake. So it does still take place in Camp Crystal Lake. That's realistically about the only uh I think like one of the only things that's still like the same. Cause I don't I don't know if in the beginning they talk about like Jason dying or anything like that. No, I don't believe so.
0: I, mean, I was gonna I say I
1: don't I think
0: the narrative of the movie is just kind of assumed that you know that Jason's a killer. Right. Yeah. And it's kind of just like You know, we're past all
1: that. Yeah, we're we're past telling you. It's just Jason's in the fucking woods. Yeah, Jason's gonna fuck some people up, and they reopen Camp Crystal Lake. Yeah, something like that. I can't. I haven't honestly. I haven't watched this in a while. Um, it's not that it's not one of my. It's not like probably like top five of the movies out of them. This one falls in, but it's probably like that fifth one. So. I don't watch, okay. yeah, like I don't watch this one a whole lot, yeah, but like I, I, own every one of the Jasons on DVD, so I watch them regularly. I actually just watched number four, I think, like a few days before. Uh, I watched House of Thousand Corpses and stuff because I was trying to freshen up on a few of these for you guys. So, uh, moving on. Uh, that is a really good one. I do recommend also watching that. Uh, Drew can actually take over the next one. Cause I don't think I've watched this.
0: No, you never seen this. I don't think so. Number 21 is sleepy hollow. Uh, this movie came out in 1999 stars, Johnny Depp and Christina Ritchie. Uh, it is more so a thriller. It is a, about Sleepy Hollow and the Headless Horseman. It was actually one of the first thriller movies that I liked and enjoyed as a kid.
1: <laughs> believe it or not, I'm not going to say that I we watched it in school. I'm not going to say that I haven't watched it. I'm just I'm going to go with I don't remember it. Ooh, if Sleepy I have
0: Hollow it. was released with the box office success and critical acclaim grossing roughly around 206 million worldwide won an Academy Award, five Satellite's Awards, and two British Academy Film Awards. Um, this was directed
1: by Tim Burton. So, Alright. Tim Burton is another fantastic director. Love him. Yeah. And most of his movies that I've... Actually, any movie that I've ever watched from Tim Burton, I can say that I have not disliked. Yeah, so... The synopsis for you and for everybody listening. Uh, Ichabod
0: Crane is sent to Sleepy Hollow to investigate the decapitations of three people with the culprit being the legendary apparition the Headless Horseman. I mean, I know the... Who is played by no one other than Mr. Uh, Oh, why can't I think of his name? He's
1: in my head. But he doesn't have a head. Christopher Walken. Well, he nice. does. They they explain. Yeah, you know, I, I know the the gist of the headless horseman. Yeah, so good cast
0: too. Good soup. Richard Richard Griffiths, who was uh, who played in Harry Potter. Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp, Christina Ritchie, Miranda Richardson. Yeah, good
1: cast. Good cast. Good, good soup. Good soup. Number twenty, number twenty. Getting into the top twenty. Uh, <laughs> this is another one. I'm not sure if I've seen or not. Lights oh, this out. This is lights out. So, this is a uh,
0: this is a movie Brandon would probably not watch.
1: Oh, so it has to probably deal with demonic depre- uh, depression. Yeah, not demonic, dep- demonic depression.
0: Right? Demonic depression. <laughs> <clears throat> this movie came out recently. It was actually uh, like six years ago. It's 2016. Uh, Lights Out is a a descent film if you feel the need for a dash of supernatural horror but don't expect anything to stand out. uh, It just doesn't deliver enough of an impact to make it memorable. A few years back, a short horror film called Lights Out became a viral sensation with many holding it up as a masterful example of how how to instill fear in an audience with a limited time frame. Lights Out originally ran longer And had another ending where Diana returns which is rendered Into Sophie's sacrifice pointless Uh, Test audience hated This epilogue so it was trimmed to the Current version so this movie Realistically It's not so much Supernatural I mean it's supernatural But it's not like demonic Mm -hmm. Um, It's an entity Which is like more so like a ghost or something Right uh, You can only see in the dark so yes. if you like shut the lights out You'd see him walking And if you turn it on He wouldn't be there
1: Oh Was and this about the like, kid?
0: Yeah The one that The preview that we watched
1: Yeah Oh okay Yeah Oh no, no no
0: no no no! That was a different one The one that I was That I showed you last week That was uh, That was a different movie That was a movie that Veya watched I didn't even watch it That was uh, Play With Me About the little autistic yeah. kid Yeah and that was in his tablet yeah. That was creepy I didn't like that yeah, no. no this is uh To give you the just I'll kind of spoil a little bit For you um, And sorry if you guys haven't watched it But I can give them a little more insight uh, There's a little girl And an older girl They're sisters And uh, the older sister Takes the little girl from their mom Because their mom is a little bit mentally psychotic Come to find out that she is also being haunted by this thing that actually used to be her childhood best friend, and was tortured, and she didn't say anything about it, and she was the only one that knew. And um, so, well, the the gist of the whole living in the dark thing—that's why she only comes in the dark. Right? Uh, Fucking
1: creepy, definitely. Um, but it's not demonic. Sandwich. Hey, asshole. Since you're able to text me, you can get on here and talk to us, you dick. Who's that? Chrissy. Oh, she she yeah, texted fair. me demonic depression. Nice. Go fuck yourself, buddy. <laughs> um, <laughs> at least you're listening. Thanks for listening. Demonic depression. I have demonic depression. Demonic depression. I also have demonic
0: uh, good depression. Good movie, guys. If you haven't seen Lights Out, definitely. I, recommend I
1: haven't seen it, so I'm going to have to watch it as well. Uh, number 20. So moving on to you can do 19, so 19, 19 together. 18 I was going to say 18 and 19 can can go together. There's actually a a few of these in uh yeah, quite a bit. Yeah, there's there's a, there's a couple. No, no, actually I was just looking at it real quick. There's not quite a bit, but there's a couple of them that Seven we can actually do together. is uh, 17. Yeah, so 18 and 19 is Friday the 13th Parts 7 and 8. 7 is uh, New Blood, I believe. And Part 8 is Jason Takes Manhattan. Um, I just really think that these two are... These two are my two favorite, New personally. Blood. Yeah. Um, I think that they're the best two because I think just... So One, Kane Hodder was the start of Kane Hodder. Yes, Kane Hodder plays him. I think Kane Hodder is the is the best. So it's in the start my opinion. of Kane Hodder era and Jason films. As the role of right. Jason Voorhees,
0: as he repeated the role three more times until the infamous Jason X. Ultimately, the film would go on to gross a total of $19.1 million at the U.S. box office, placing at number 53 on the list of that year's top earners. Uh, Friday the 13th, Part 7, New Blood, Jason has been... At the bottom of Camp Crystal Lake, laying dormant, in New Blood, a telekinetic teenager releases him and must find a way to stop him.
1: Correct. Is that fair? I I was I was literally going to say that. Oh, but go ahead. You're good. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and then your your um, opinion about it. My opinion on. On, on number seven, number seven is yeah. fucking awesome. I love okay. this movie. Like I said, seven and eight, and, and the kid, the kid Pretend is an asshole. Have a kid is he? <laughs> no, she. It's a she. Oh, it's a she. No, she's uh, Tina. I believe is her name in that movie. And they go back and with a doc, you know, like her doctor and stuff like that, try to find out like how she has these powers. Doctor's a dick, whatever. Regardless, either way, watch it. Very, really good movie. Uh, number eight is also a very good movie. It actually kind of starts off similarly to number seven. With the telekinetic No. With no. him being in the same lake. Because Did she die? The end of... No, she doesn't die. Shut the fuck up. Uh, watch, the fuck <laughs> yeah, up. watch the fucking movies and shut the fuck up. Yeah, watch the fucking movies and shut the fuck up. Number eight, it starts off similarly, uh, instead of him being tele telekinetically brought back he is actually brought back by um, a, a fucking anchor catches like a electric line and he's laying on top of it and it gets broken he gets electrocuted blah 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 that's how he gets brought back I won't spoil anything else for anybody but then he ends up getting a raging bowman. Yeah, he ends up getting a raging boner, and he can't satisfy it because he doesn't have a dick, because he's just pretty much like Bones at this point. With a hockey mask. With a hockey mask. Uh, no, it's. A re- uh, I just think Kane Hodder is my, he is absolutely my favorite uh, Jason. I think he just does a very good job. Not that the other ones didn't do a good job. He's going to be at Steel City Con yet again. Uh, I know, and I would, I think we're definitely going to try making it to that one, because I would love to meet Kane Hodder. Mm-hmm. And have him sign my jersey that I have. You should get a mask. I mean, I will have signed both of them. I'll have them signed both of them. And I'll I will literally put those bitches in a fucking no, not gonna do that. In um, <laughs> a shadow box. Yeah, I, I will book. fucking put them in like oh, an actual. Get a machete from uh, Harbor Freight, beat it up real good. Mm, I'm thinking if I take a machete to Comic Con, they might be concerned.
0: Don't get it signed. I'm saying put it in the shadow box. Oh. Beat it up a little bit and put okay. it in the shadow box. You know? Okay.
1: I was going to say I don't think I can get that signed. A machete. A machete. Uh, both of those very good movies. Uh, like I said I they're my absolute favorites in the entire series. Um, definitely give it. If you don't want to watch any other ones then at least watch those ones. Moving on. Two. Number 17, which is Insidious. Drew can take it from here, because I don't think I've watched this. Insidious is a film series. Uh,
0: they are There are four of them, and I think they're coming out with chapter five. Uh, me and my wife started watching these. Really good. Uh, As former serial killer and malevolent spirit, Parker Crane was one of the most powerful entities of the Insidious series. Insidious. Parker Crane was actually a man dressed as a woman. Um, Very, very... mm, uh, He was a former serial killer and a malevolent spirit. Uh, With spine-tingling soundtrack, creepy images, and refreshing lack of blood... Insidious has a hugely frightening horror movie fair that will thrillingly haunt you when the lights go out. The main demon antagonist is a little kooky, although depending on its audience, it'll definitely inspire a new unintentional laughs. So, this movie is full of jump scares. Great. Yeah, so it's uh, it'll it'll grab you when you're least expecting it. I'm... It's fucked me up quite a few times. Um. Me and Haley really enjoy these films. They have a good following. Um, the series is very. so Lynn Shay, she's the old lady that comes into the first one. She's basically also like a medium where they go into basically what's called a further. They call it the further. Uh, their son, well, the main people's son in the first one goes into a coma. Uh, it's basically because he's a dream walker, which he goes into the further. And whenever you go into the further and dream walk, essentially, you open up your body to spirits, and they could—that's how they can essentially, ins- ass- essentially possess your body. Um. So, they—they uh, they see this and come to find out that him the man the father also did it when he was a kid and this uh the lady uh Elise she's the main character or she's the she's that medium lady Lin, played by Lin Hsieh. uh she also helped him when he was a kid and then it actually it's weird the way the series goes is it actually goes back in time
1: instead of forward and shows you how everything comes to be, so they're like instead of sequels they're prequels, yeah, okay, good, good films, good, though. good soup, um I don't I definitely haven't watched any of those um,'m not saying that I wouldn't might have to give might have to give them a try, yeah, they're good um uh, what what number are we on what a what a, what a uh what <laughs> number 16 back to jason a little bit but this is number 16 is freddie versus jason this movie i think was phenomenal for a few different reasons the special effects on it were fantastic. the special effects were fucking phenomenal yeah um the fact that they brought two franchise killers together in um, a way that you wouldn't even expect. Yeah, in a way that you wouldn't even expect was fucking phenomenal. We have said for years, ever since that they've made this, I know I have, you have, a few of the other ones who watch like the horror genre would also like to see like a Freddy versus or a Jason versus Michael. I know we've yeah. been talking. And I, the, there's fan films and stuff like that on Facebook and stuff where people have done them. And I will say that a couple of them actually weren't bad. Yeah. But for someone to actually make. A uh, Jason versus Michael, I think, would be fantastic. Um, Freddy versus Jason, though, it was just there was the comedy, there was the the one-liners, but then you had the fucking gore from both Freddy and Jason. Like it just was, it was like a non-stop, just steamroller of either. Action, horror, thriller, or and comedy. And
0: spoiler alert, but I like how they face each other in each other's
1: realms. Yes, so like I did like that. I didn't. (laughs) One of the things that irritated the fuck out of me was when Freddy got brought into the real the real world. How. Are we, are we here? Yeah, we're we back. here. There we go. Okay. Technical difficulties, guys. Listen, just fucking bear I think with my, us. My mic came unplugged and it kinda of fucked everything up so Yeah. See, he's a dingus. He's fucking shit up. <laughs> um what I was saying before I would rudely interrupt it. That's fair. <laughs> um I just didn't like the fact how Freddie still like fucked Jason up so much when he was in his world. Like when, when Freddie was in Jason's world. But, um, yeah. I, it was, it was still a very good movie. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed my, all of my, it. my, I think I got to agree with you there, but my,
0: my biggest thing is like, I don't understand how he kept his powers coming into the real world.
1: Right. Right. That's what I mean. Like, how. Yeah.
0: It was a little confusing.
1: Yeah, it, it was. It was, a, it was a little weird, um, towards the end, but wasn't there a. Jason movie that ended where you knew that this was
0: happening, like yeah, Freddy's Jason goes to out. hell.
1: Okay, yeah. Which was actually the last one before this one. No, Jason X, I think was uh, the last yeah. one before this one. No, when did this? When did this one come out? Uh, Jason in this one.
0: When did this one come out? This one came out in two thousand three.
1: Okay, yeah. So yeah, this one, like you knew after uh, Jason goes to hell, you kind of knew that Freddy was going to be thrown in somehow. Yeah, because his because his hand at his the end glove. of that one, his his glove comes out and he grabs, grabs the and actually, what's really cool is that Kane Hodder did the hand for Freddy's mask. Nice little Jason's mask yeah Freddy's Freddie's hand. hand to Jason's Freddy's mask and pulled hand. it under yeah so that was uh, that was kind of cool mm-hmm. but um yeah this this one i I really did like this one it was a it was a really good movie it was a good uh premise of bringing two very huge franchise serial killers together to kind of bring everything kind of yeah to kind of like duke it out it was really cool I liked it. Number 15. Yes.
0: Number 15 we put on the list is Halloween Kills, which was released last year
1: uh, right around Halloween. Uh, it this was, was actually the second uh, installment of the remakes from mm-hmm. Halloween 40 years later. Mm-hmm. Uh, this follows directly after that one. Mm-hmm. Like, really directly. like yeah, Immediately like after. Immediately after that one. Uh. Um, This one was just the the opening scene.
0: The writer of the upcoming Halloween sequel, Halloween Kills, has teased the follow-up will be even scarier than 2018's smash hit reboot. Uh, The film wrapped up filming back in November of 2019. The anticipated Halloween Kills sequel was delayed by a whole year due to the coronavirus pandemic. Just as director John Carpenter promises the movie will have its highest kill count.
1: So he did come back to to do these. Oh, yeah. Um, And this this one was fucking brutal. Like, the opening scene of it is just fucking brutal. (laughs) There was actually a bunch of people who were so, like, fucking upset and blah, blah, blah about it. Because, you know, that's the world that we live in today. Overall, it
0: sounds like Halloween Kills is going to be like a horror version of Avengers Infinity War, where various characters attempt to take down an extremely powerful foe. Uh, a lot of people returned from the original Halloween movies, so there was the nurse. There mm-hmm. was, oh,
1: uh, okay, I mean, Tommy, yeah, Tommy, Tommy Doyle, Tommy Doyle uh, Lonnie, Lonnie, get your ass away from there, Lonnie, get your ass away from there.
0: So me and uh, me and B both kind of agree that there was a whole section of this movie that. Probably could have done without. And that was the, the whole scene of at the hospital whenever they thought that it was uh, Michael, but it was actually the other guy that escaped.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, it was weird. Th- My, that part
0: was just... The only thing that I kind of... Uh, I'd, I'd say that I, I like under- about it is the fact that the meaning of it is literally, if you have enough people saying something.
1: They'll believe it. Then it becomes it. like
0: And the and the thing true. I think is like that's so much stuff, especially like with the media today and everything of how if you have mass hysteria mm-hmm. and you have enough people saying bullshit about something
1: it becomes regardless. It becomes
0: true. It becomes true. Because people
1: believe it. <clears throat> right. And and I mean realistically it was a very good way to describe that
0: mm-hmm.
1: Um so I will say that for that point of view it was excellently done mm-hmm. I don't think it was something that needed to be put in this That's movie because fair. Fair. Um, I just don't see how it had any part of what was going on um, yeah
0: so, well, I, I also, it was probably like filler because it was a good like twenty-five minutes of the movie. So,
1: right, it was, it, it was, it was a good like fucking and t- at least twenty, at least needed, twenty minutes, and they needed, uh, they needed there was essentially also like
0: a deterrence because they said that a second person escaped you know blah, right blah.
1: well there was also the one part this is the one part where they were in the hospital and they were like sitting there like just lori and the cop were fucking yakking back and forth and yada 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 and yeah. it was just like jesus christ just and she's like hit me with that needle one more time yeah and she gets up out of bed right the, yeah so i mean yeah like there was a few parts of it that i I wasn't a huge fan of, but at like the movie overall was fucking excellent. Loved it. I was happy. I'm pretty sure they're coming out with another one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Halloween. I think Halloween ends. Ends. Yeah. I think if this isn't the last one, I think there's going to be one more. <clears throat> but I'm pretty sure this is the last one. I'm sure it is. Uh, I did like the CGI they did with
0: Doctor Lemus. Great. They did an amazing job. Yeah. Since you know the actor Obviously. him pass. Yeah, Don Donald, Donald Pleasance yeah. is no longer with us, unfortunately. Uh, fun fact, um well we'll get about that whenever we get to that. But uh they uh they did a great job on this movie. Uh, I really enjoyed it. My favorite part is whenever he goes into the house of the old people. Yes. And uh he goes There's into the, been... the bathroom. <laughs> And Michael standing in the bathroom, he turns the light on, and he breaks the
1: light, and he's like,
0: "There's a big motherfucker in the bathroom. And he's wearing a monster mask." <laughs> yeah.
1: That is two of the also most gruesome kills in the series in oh, yeah. in the movie. But yeah, that so. is the funniest. Spoiled a little more for you guys. Little you wanna, a little more. But you want to live y- it for yourself. You watch it. It's. I, I will say this one is a must see. I I would definitely encourage you to go watch this one it's very it was a very good movie yeah um moving on number 14 it is another halloween but this one is the uh rob zombies first one that he came out with the uh halloween so one that he remade i loved this movie one because of who directed it um I will blow smoke up Rob Zombie's ass any day of the week because and it's not even blowing smoke, it's just so it's I, just realistic because I, he is just a phenomenal
0: director. So I liked this movie for many reasons. Um one, I liked how it told a little more about Michael as a kid. Yes. Yes. Uh I liked that they brought Jamie back to Play in the movie, even though it wasn't her original role. But, Correct. Uh, it was just nice, to, nice to see homage to it, as well as uh, Mister Mister uh, uh, Charles Lee Ray himself. Yeah played Sheriff Brackett. Yes, he did. Um, another little homage. Uh, I was glad to see that Rob Zombie got him to play in Because I haven't really seen him play in much, obviously, other than the Child's Play movies.
1: But he's a great actor. Yes, he is. He's a great He did actor. a wonderful, wonderful job playing Sheriff Lumens. Or er, Sheriff Brackett. Sheriff Brackett. What the yeah. fuck? This is my he's, life.
0: To me, Doc, it sounds like you're talking about the goddamn Antichrist.
1: Right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes. Yeah. So, uh, the only thing that I don't like about this is I don't like Malcolm McDowell. I think he played a terrible Dr. Loomis. And the reason why I say that is because it seemed like he was all about the fame and the writing of the book. In the second one. And just all the bullshit. In the second one he was. I did not like the second one, and I will not watch it. Uh, i liked the second one it was weird the whole thing about him having fucking like the 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 visions of his mom and shit like that it was weird
1: it was very fucking weird i still
0: liked it randomly picked up a car and fucking flipped it and shit and then he there was that one shot of him like it was like a silhouette of him and he's just like standing up on the hill and he looks like this big jack motherfucker and i'm like that's not michael
1: I mean, realistically, Michael was apparently. Listen, as the fucking movies went on, he apparently became eight foot tall and bulletproof. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I liked the second one. I liked both of them. The second one was very weird. Not one of my but favorites. I did, like, I have to say, I did, I did like. Uh, uh, I don't know who the
0: kid is that plays De uh, Dege. Fair art. I think he's he's
1: either French or German, but he's a fucking good actor. Yeah, he is. He's a very, very good. He plays in Hancock. He's the one that the kid he walks up to mm-hmm. uh, Will Smith mm-hmm. and he says something to him, and he takes him up in the air. and he, yeah, fucking he calls him, him like back, a little bitch, or like something, an asshole or something right? like that. Um, I've seen him play in a few different movies, and he play, He's a very good actor. Uh, he's definitely got a good future. Um, I, uh, he, uh, you know, if he keeps. Well, him. I mean,
0: this was what two thousand seven. It's now like. Twenty twenty two. Yeah. So, so I'm guessing he's an adult now. But correct, um, correct. They were good. Uh, I
1: I liked them. I I well, did. I, I well, like the I like the first one. I'm not a fan of the second one. I liked both of them. Uh, this one I liked more. I thought it was a very. I thought it Danny Trejo a very, plays in this. Yeah. Movie Danny too. Trejo does play in. This. He plays his uh, his little the security guard. Yeah. Well, his like security uh, custodial security guard. He was
0: like his only friend. Yeah,
1: and he killed him. Yeah, that
0: was good to you, Mikey. Yeah, he like that drowned was good him.
1: To you, Mikey. He like drowned him a little bit, and then he fucking threw the TV on. Him. I feel like if he would have just walked away, yeah, Michael would have let him go. Yeah, only because he was the fact that he tried mm-hmm. cuffing him, putting him back in his room. Mm-hmm. That's for more than likely why he killed him. If he literally would have just turned around and been like, "No, I'm fucking out," Mike yeah, probably Mike would. He, he, he probably would have been, been, been like, "Okay." Yeah. Next, next. <laughs> moving on. Number thirteen, get get some new stuff in here. These next few are actually uh, uh, different from what we've been. Sorry, we're uh, we we like our stuffs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next one, number thirteen, rightfully so, is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> now, which one? We might be talking about different ones. I my favorite one is the one with Jessica Biel. Um I thought that one was the best one. I liked Pretty much every one of them that I've watched. So this one, the original, was 1974. Is that yes. the one you're talking about? That one's good. No, I'm, I the was... The one 2003. The one in 2003 is the, the one, one I was talking about. about. Okay. Yeah. So then we were actually talking about the same one, which was yes. fantastic. Um, uh, I has, thought this uh, one... What's his
0: name in it? The That military guy. Uh, Lee. You know what I'm talking about. Lee something. Yeah. He plays his his dad or stepdad or something like that he's part of his family yeah
1: he plays as part of his family he ends up becoming he kills the sheriff he becomes the sheriff yeah um I can't think of his last name Lee Lee something uh he actually just passed away a few years ago Mm -hmm. he's another one that just passed away yeah um I liked this one. Uh, one of my favorite scenes and one of my unfavorite scenes is the same one in this. It's when the dude gets his fucking leg chopped off. And yeah. then he takes him down to the basement, puts, oh, puts him on the goddamn meat a hook. A handful of salt on it. Or is it the meat hook? He puts a handful of salt on it and then room. he grabs the fucking bag and just puts it on. I'm pretty sure there was yeah. more salt in the bag. Dude, Yeah. when I seen that... I th- I was going to ask you, was it the salt or the meat hook? Yes. It was the whole fucking dude. Like, first he cuts his leg off, then he puts him on a meat hook, and then he puts salt in his fucking opened. And then he wears his face. No, he doesn't wear that one's face.
0: Oh, she, he wears the one. He wears, he wears, yeah, he
1: wears the, uh. Eric Balfour. Yeah. The only one I know that is because it has the mustache and the weird thing. Correct. Yeah. Uh, he wears his face, but, um, it was just very very gory awesome movie um this actually is inspired off of ed gein the actual serial killer is that true i'm almost 100% positive that this was off of i thought this was based off of the real texas chainsaw mask i'm i'm pretty sure that this was inspired by ed gein mm-hmm. Uh,
0: Texas Chainsaw Massacre is considered one of the greatest, most controversial of horror films, a major influence on the genre. Despite the film's insinuation, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is a true story, and events are actually happened. There are shreds of the truth within the movie, as most legends. Texas Chainsaw Massacre followed a young woman named Sally, and her brother traveled as an old family <clears throat> traveled to traveled. Why is that written, written so weird? As they traveled to an old family home in Texas with a few friends. Uh, let's see.
1: I, I'm I'm pretty sure that this was inspired by um, the actual serial killer Ed Gein. Cuz there was a few um there was actually a few movies that was inspired by loosely it. based on Gein and Henley. Yeah, so there was, there's a couple other movies that Gene, um, Ed Gene, was... we uh, we talked
0: about a few of them.
1: Yeah, we did talk about mm-hmm. a few of them. You right? Silence of the Lambs was one. of them. Uh, and
0: uh, I don't remember the other one. Child's Play. I Charles think... Charles Lee Ray. Oh, really? Yeah, it was one of them. It was one. I don't remember
1: if it was Gene or someone else, but I. I don't, I don't think it was so. Gene. Anything that usually has to do with cannibalism, because Ed Gein was a fucking cannibal, Ooh. had to do... <laughs> Ooh, I'm the episode. cream of the crop. No, That's an episode we should do, Serial Killers. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> We're gonna uh, do Serial uh, Killers. Oh yeah. Because we are... Uh, listen, <sighs> I watch all that shit. Okay. Anyways, uh this Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the two thousand three one, was my favorite. It is not they have, they have the a only new one
0: coming out this year, by the
1: yes, way. Yes, they do, and I will be fucking watching it. Um in theaters, preferably. Uh
0: actually it's saying that it already came out. It's saying it came out February eighteenth, twenty
1: twenty two. Whoa, fuck. All right. Well that's probably not in theaters anymore. Um Yeah. This was my favorite one, and apparently it was also Drew's favorite one, Uh, but this was not the only good one. There are other ones that were good. I think I've watched four, I think there's like six, five, six of them, something like that. And I know I've watched, I believe, like three or four of them, and every one that I've watched was really good. Realistically, I only watched the first one, and it was with you at your house.
0: That's fair but i liked it i liked it because it was a classic
1: correct so um, uh yeah very very good movies uh definitely check them out if anything check out the 2003 one with jessica biel in it
0: no no no. no. i thought we were talking about the next one yes i've watched all the texas chainsaw massacres good good movies Good soup. Check them all out.
1: Right. Um, Number 12. This this is what you were talking about. You've only ever seen the first one? I've only seen the first one. No shit, dude. I have all six of them on DVD. We'll have to watch them. Uh, What we're talking about is Hellraiser. Pinhead. One of the most iconic... uh, I guess he's a serial killer. I don't know.
0: Hmm. Okay, the film was originally made under the working title Asset of Satomasochists from Beyond the Grave. Hellraiser is one of seven playable classics for the co-op campaign in World War Z. Oh, no shit. The game World War Z you can play as fucking Pinhead. No Hellraiser. shit, that's awesome. Uh, specifically, one can observe that the pre-camp feminibili- f- feminine- Femininity? 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 That distinguishes. <laughs> We're uh, struggling, guys. Just victorious as a queer and shunned aside in the favor of S and M sensibility. Uh, that simra- similarly marks the. Gee, what the fuck? Similarly, I don't want this person. Fuck you and your reviews. I'm not <laughs> even reading the rest of it. Fuck you, big words. It's because no. they're smart. Yeah, I'm dumb, so I guess that's. A, uh, in Morocco, Frank Cotton, a sadomasochist boys buys a puzzle box said to open the door of the realm of the un- otherworldly pleasure from a dealer who asks, What's your pleasure, sir? Uh, in his bare attic when Frank solves the puzzle. Um,
1: so you've only seen the one-liners. first one. Yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of one-liners in this movie. Yeah, so you've only seen the first one, yes. and uh, the first one was very good. Uh, the other ones, Start listen, the they're series. all... What's that? Start of the series? Well, yeah. Um, they're all very fucking weird movies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's they're very interesting. The torture is very interesting. Than yeah. the ways that they come up with doing it, um,
0: uh,
1: it's not for the light of heart. Do not watch this if you get freaked out easily or like have a weak stomach, because it is. They're very fucking weird. Sadomasochists. Yeah, yeah. So, um, very good movies though. I definitely recommend watch all of them. They're fucked up. You might only make it through like one or two of them before you're like, okay, I'm. I've had enough of this. But yeah, give it a shot. so number eleven um i honestly thought that i put this a little further down than it should have been mainly because it's just such an iconic movie Mm -hmm. but there was a few iconic movies that we had way down on the list mr jack nicholson mr jack nicholson in the shining
0: is Mm -hmm. number eleven The Shining is in the Guinness Book of World Records for the most retakes of a single scene with 127 retakes for a scene with Shelley Duvall. Danny Lloyd didn't know he was making a horror movie while shooting The Shining. No shit.
1: Wow. That's funny. How do you not know that?
0: To get Jack Nicholson in the right agitated mood, he was fed only cheese sandwiches for two weeks which he hates.
1: (laughs) Uh my god if somebody just fed, yeah <laughs> so the one well, the one scene in anger management when he does the head shaking and grinning <laughs> yeah. we do that to each other constantly well Drew does it a lot more than all I do time. but I he fucking it to loves people it all the time, time
0: in messenger sometimes human places create human monsters it's fair
1: People saying stuff?
0: Uh, Chrissy was, yes.
1: Oh, Chrissy did.
0: She started, to, I was talking back to her. Oh, okay. She's still
1: there. Hi. Oh, hi. Um. Yeah, The Shining was, it was just a, that one is like a very uh, classic movie. Mm-hmm. One of the best scenes in it is when he has the axe. It breaks through the door and just yells, here's Johnny. Mm-hmm
0: very very good so they finally came out with the sequel that he wrote as a book and they finally came out with the movie which is Doctor Sleep that follows Danny the kid a little boy yep um it was very confusing to me and I think the reason why it was very confusing to me is because I haven't watched The Shining in a
1: long time before oh, I watched it. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. It's probably been 15 years since I've seen and that me movie. And me and Haley just decided to watch Dr. Sleep around when <laughs> it
0: came out because it came out during the pandemic as well. Right. So we watched that, and I was like, what the fuck is going on?
1: What the fuck is happening? I don't even understand this movie. So, we're- But it was good. It was a good movie. Right. We're probably gonna have to rewatch The Shining and then watch that I haven't seen uh the second one, the sequel of it. Um it's not the original.
0: it's not Danny Lloyd that plays him. It's uh what's his name? The guy that plays Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, I can't think of his name either. But uh, who does Harrison Ford play? It's not Harrison Ford. I always think it it is. It's Ewan McGregor. I don't know who that is. You know who it is. That's Ewan
1: McGregor. I don't know. Sure. We'll go with that. Either way, uh, I'll definitely watch it. But I want to watch The Shining first before I watch that That's one. That's fair. So I'm not as confused as you and Haley was. Yeah. Uh, anyways, moving on. <clears throat> uh, back to our old friend. Number 10. Breaking top 10 was Friday the 13th, part 2. This was an agreed
0: upon. Um. So these top ten were pretty much on our top ten personals that kind of matched, well, like top twenty personals that kind of matched up.
1: Yeah, uh, I actually tried sticking with both of our top tens for the top ten, mm-hmm. um, but it was really hard because <laughs> we had yeah. a lot of the like not a lot, we had about half of the same movies, and it was, but we had them in such. Different fucking areas. Right. So uh, it was a little bit of a struggle to get them on here. But I did. Uh, the reason that I put this one as number 10 is because this is the beginning of Jason as mm-hmm. the one, main the reason why was antagonist of the, biggest, yeah. of the Friday the 13th series. Uh, Betsy
0: Palmer does come back as his mom in the second one. Even though she was technically the main antagonist of the first one.
1: Right. Um, Friday the 13th, Part 2. Wait, is... you said she comes back? She's fucking dead. What are you talking about?
0: Well, I mean, he has...
1: Oh, when at the end of it... The actual right, right. actor comes back. Yeah, yeah. I got you.
0: Not, not the character. Yeah, I was <laughs> going to say. No, uh, No, she didn't. <laughs> it's a 1981 sla- American slasher movie produced and directed by Steve Miner and the second installment of Friday the 13th movie series and a direct sequel to Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th Part 2 is universally adored by fans in the franchise. And the film's true iconic moment is Ginny's encounter with Jason Voorhees in the, his shack near the end of the film. To save money on renting prototype 3D cameras and to be closer to Paramount's base of operations, Friday the 13th, Part 3 moved production to the West Coast. Hmm. So, number three was shot in
1: California. Nice. Uh, this is <clears throat> its just a very iconic movie in the series because it is the first time that Jason is the killer. <laughs> so, it's a very good movie. Uh, watch it yes watch (laughs) all of them yeah watch all of them why not you're not doing anything yeah don't don't fucking do anything you know just sit around and watch so these are the top
0: 10 guys i hope you're getting excited because i'm getting excited we're coming close to an
1: hour but we will go quickly yeah uh this one actually is one of my all-time favorite movies just because it's so weird uh, number nine is Maximum Overdrive. Yes, uh, I it's of this movie. Yes, I do. I could watch this movie. This is one of those movies I could watch on repeat. Mm-hmm. Um, it gives you that uh, Tremors vibe. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Tremors, that was one of the ones we didn't put on here. Yeah, that is. That was a really good, very good series yeah, we as didn't well. put The Crow on here either. I didn't find that like a horror movie though.
0: Well, I didn't find Tremors as really a horror movie either. That kind of makes me think of like Jurassic Park. So, if you're gonna like yeah, Harmony, you are going to consider
1: that's fair, yeah, that's fair. Moving on, moving on. Uh, Maximum Overdrive was a very good movie. It was about uh, basically machines coming to life um, because of, I believe, it's the clown truck is the one that has like mm-hmm. the shit, mm-hmm. um, starring
0: Emilio Estevez and Pat Hingle. Maximum Overdrive came out in nineteen eighty six, and it was written and directed by Stephen King, and was inspired by a short story
1: he wrote called Trucks. That's fair. Uh, very good movie. Definitely go watch it. Yes. Number eight. Number eight is Stephen King's It. And by the Stephen King's It, I mean the original Stephen King's It. Okay. I was talking about both of them. I couldn't really... Uh, uh I will agree with that. I, I would say that they're both um, very good. The, I've only seen <clears throat> the one part of the new one, but it was a very good uh, remake. I still need to watch the second. Um, I love the original. I think it's a. It was very good. Both both series are great
0: in their own. Uh, starting with the original, uh, Tim Curry did amazing. Tim Curry is fucking awesome. I uh, love but Tim Curry. he was he was followed up by Mister Bill Scarsard, which did. A great job himself. Yes, he did. He did. He's a fucking fen- freaky.
1: He did a phenomenal job. Just as freaky as Mr. Kirk. Correct. He did so. a phenomenal job. Uh, both of them. Hats off to them. They both did phenomenal jobs playing Pennywise. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Go watch both of them. Uh, watch the watch the original first. Uh, they're very long movies. They're actually two part movies. Mm-hmm. I think each of them are like an hour and a half or two hours long or something like so that. I think collectively fine. they're like. So both
0: of the newer ones are two hours. So this one's two hours and fifteen minutes and the second part's like two hours and ten minutes. So it's like so over like four four, hours, four and a half hours four. Um,
1: for the new one. The older one I don't think is as long. I think it's, it's like three, three and a hours, half hours. Total. Like three yeah. Yeah, it's like three and a half hours total, uh, for the first one. But if you're you're not doing something on a weekend, definitely watch them. They're good movies. Oh, absolutely. Uh moving on. Number seven, Jaws. Done. Dun 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 Ja Dun-dun-dun! Look what I do. Uh we're gonna need a bigger boat. Yeah. That's where that famous line came from. And smile, you son of a bitch. One of the, two of the most iconic lines from that movie, uh, both said by the same actor, I don't know his name, but he plays George Scheider. Yeah. And he plays um Brody. Brody in this movie. Uh very good movie. Uh this is actually one of the reasons why I don't go into the ocean. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie because when I watch this, uh Steven Spielberg written and directed.
0: Yeah. Charles yeah, I believe uh, there was a huge attraction down at Universal Studios. Studios, St- studios, studios uh, is no longer
1: there. Actually. No, it is not. But I actually did go on there, and I was on the side of the boat where that mechanical fucking big ass shark came out of the water and scared the ever living fuck out of me. Nice. It was fucking worth it. But uh, I almost the final
0: shark myself. that was used for Jaws. The shark was named after Bruce Raymer, Steven Spielberg's lawyer. Huh. It was the first major motion picture that was shot on the ocean, and it was the highest-grossing film until the first Star Wars released in nineteen seventy-seven. <laughs> Won three Academy Awards, one Golden Globe, and one British Academy Film Award. Nice. I like the Megalodon. The Meg? Yeah, it's a good movie. That was a very good movie. Uh, that's my favorite shark movie, but yeah. Jaws always holds mine. the
1: yeah. holds the nostalgic. Oh yeah. Jaws will always Meg life. was a very good movie. Watch that as well. Jason Statham. Jason There's Statham dude. is a fucking phenomenal actor. Uh yes, Meg was a very good movie. Watch that one too. Uh watch all the Jaws. There's actually uh four Jaws movies. Watch yeah. all of them. They're all very good. Uh, moving on five and six are going to be done together which is back to Halloween four and five four being at number six five being at number five that was actually collective on both of us we had five first mm-hmm. um to me these were it was they these were very good movies put together um mainly
0: uh played around Daniel Harris who played Jamie which was
1: the niece of Michael Myers I think yeah it was uh, supposed to be. She had a psychological
0: Laurie's connection daughter. with a psychological connection with Michael Myers himself. Correct. she could see visions of what he was seeing, yes, she um, could see
1: him killing people, she could feel him killing people yes um it, it would her send her into health. seizures and yeah. stuff like that uh very very good premise of both movies, very good movies um there's a lot of action in these, um, as well. Not only the horror factor, but the action factor and the, in the fifth one, my, the reason that the fifth one is above me is in the fifth one, they start actually like hunting him. Yeah. And I really like, that's kind of cool that they were like, we've had enough. I haven't had enough. We're yeah. fucking, we're going to start taking shit. Same basis on as Halloween kills. Correct. And, but even though that they fail miserably, mm. <laughs> um, it they it, it was just really cool to see them actually like try you know at least you not just stand around and be like oh what do we do they were like no fuck this we're gonna go after him right so uh the very good installments into the franchise yes uh, moving on number four rightfully so scream yes this is your oldest brother's favorite well oldest brother on this side's favorite uh series it's scream. also uh, Alan's favorite. Alan loves Scream.
0: It's one of his favorite... Uh, AJ? Yeah. Okay. That's
1: really them. weird that you called him Alan.
0: Huh. It's one of his favorite series. Uh, he likes this series and Halloween and many others. Like, he's a big horror movie buff, too. Oh, yeah. I know he is. Oh, yeah. It mainly started with, like, Scream
1: and some other... With, uh, Scream this, is... Um, this one is my favorite just because it's, the like, the original. I also like... It's either the... Second or third. I like all of them West realistically. Craven. So Yeah, this is West Craven. West Craven uh, did this and Nightmare yeah, on so Elm Street. If you're a nightmare on Elm Street
0: and you want a more modern spin on a slasher,
1: I would watch the Scream series. There's five now. Yeah. They just came out with the newest and, one. Uh, I haven't seen the Number
0: four one. is shit and five is
1: amazing. You've so, seen the new one? Mm-hmm.
0: So a big thing about Scream is it inadvertently makes fun of slasher films like all the characters and everything they Mm -hmm. like like oh uh it's so cliche blah 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 that this would happen in a slasher film as it's happening to them so right and then uh so then number five number five they start bullshitting about how shitty reboots are as they're
1: in, technically, like a, a reboot. reboot. Yeah, that's awesome. So, uh, that is one thing that I have always appreciated about the Scream movies. Mm-hmm. Um, they were very good movies. Uh, the first one was my favorite because Matthew Lillard was in it. And Matthew Lillard is one of the most underrated actors of our generation. Absolutely. And he needs to be praised on everything that he has done because mm-hmm. he is a phenomenal fucking actor. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Number three. Rightfully so, Nightmare on Elm Street, the original. Mm -hmm. Uh, This, whether you guys know or not, was Mr. Johnny Depp's first film. Correct. Also, uh, playing Mr. Kruger himself, Robert Unglund, which he did the best. Um, I did not watch... All of the reboot to this because I couldn't get into it because Robert Englund didn't play mm-hmm. Freddy Krueger. Um, it was weird. It was weird. They took like the uh, sarcastic factor out of it, made him more demonic, more serious. serious. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, like I get it, he's a killer stuff like that. But Freddy Krueger, like if you watch this one and all the other ones that Robert Englund had played you see that sarcastic (laughs) just one-liners like yeah going
0: back to uh that show that we watched much recently uh called the movies that made us horror edition uh we did watch the nightmare on elm street one and uh robert ungland did not really know how to act and he wasn't really a fan of horror series, although he became like one of the fathers of horror. Yeah, he became a very um, iconic. That is why Freddy is very comedic because he would st- He wouldn't stop
1: cracking jokes to make yeah. everybody feel uncomfortable, and they just kind of kept it in the movie. And he did a phenomenal job. So, it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Listen, sometimes mistakes work. Oh, That's as simple as that. Um. Watch all of them. Yeah, watch Once every again. every one of them. Uh, there's a reason that it this was in the top three. Let's just put it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, here's something really cool. Johnny
0: Depp's Nightmare on Elm Street role explained. Johnny Depp launched his character with a supporting role in Wes Craven's Nightmare on Elm Street, where he was memorably eaten
1: by a bed. Yep. The kills in the Nightmare on Elm Street series... Are so extravagant and so mm-hmm. ridiculous, it literally makes worth makes it worth watching them. Mm-hmm. Um moving on though, we are down to the final two. The final countdown. <laughs> so number two is Friday the thirteenth, part three. Do you know why I put this on my list? put this one what? on my list. Uh the reason I put this one on my list this is actually the first film that um brings in the hockey mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah, The iconic hockey mask of Jason Voorhees is actually introduced in this film. Friday the 13th part 3 is the second sequel to
0: the cult classic Friday the 13th was originally intended to be the f- or f- number 3 was f- originally intended to be the final installment of the series. It was only supposed to be a threequel. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Friday 13th, Part 3 is Original Psychological Thriller Approach to Bringing Back... Ginny would have made for a great sequel, but the version that was made changed the course of the horror history. One day, Stephen Miner called for a lighting a lightning a lighting check. Lighting check. Lighting. But check. no one wanted to apply makeup for the test, so they just put a mask on Richard Broker, who played Jason on Friday the thirteenth, part three. Introduction of the mask. Correct. So, that tells you right there that once again. Mistakes make work. Yeah.
1: Sometimes mistakes are for the best. We could tell you this all day, but uh, to just watch watch all of them. They're good. Yeah, very good movies. Mm-hmm. Um, this is actually my favorite. This actually mm-hmm. was my, uh, my number one on my list was uh, 8 and 7 part. Um, but I do love this because it introduced the iconic Jason Voorhees hockey mask. And... Number one. Now, Do- you know, uh,
0: before we even say it, you know that you probably know what it is because we haven't said anything about it yet. Uh, and we talk so highly of them, but obviously
1: it is the original Halloween. Halloween. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. John Carpenter's Halloween, uh, I think it was 78, I believe, is when it was made. Mm-hmm. Yes. 1978. I so. Um, Honestly... Friday the Thirteenth is my absolute favorite series, um, but collectively, I know Drew likes Halloween a little more. He's still a very big uh, Friday the Thirteenth fan, but we both collectively liked Halloween uh, as much. So, and, and one of the reasons why, uh, whether you guys
0: know or not, is I was actually born on Halloween. So, yeah, Drew is Drew's fact. birthday is
1: the thirty first of October, which happens to fall on Halloween, if you weren't aware, and you were living under a rock for your whole life. Yeah. So, um, I was not upset to put Halloween as number one, because I am a huge fan of all of the Halloween films, as we have said multiple times throughout this list, because we had pretty much every fucking one of them on here. Um, And the Friday the 13th, I think the Friday the 13th and uh, the Halloweens, we've had all of them. The only Halloween that I didn't like was number three because it was fucking stupid and Michael wasn't even in the goddamn movie. Yeah, That was my little bit of a rant. Sorry. Halloween's (laughs) iconic
0: floating POV shots were done using a Panaglide camera rig, which was...
1: Very expensive and hard for them to get, dude. That was, like, found. I'm pretty sure that was a lot of their budget. Yeah.
0: They used um, it for that. Halloween was filmed in 20 days over a four-week period in May of 1978. As the film was shot out of sequence, John Carpenter created a fear meter so that Jamie Lee Curtis would know what level of terror that she should be exhibiting. Um, <clears throat> Netflix has a show once again, called The Movies That Made Us, and there's a there's a horror movie edition, and this was the number one on there as well. Uh, you learn a lot of stuff about this movie uh, from the shortage of pumpkins because it was shot in summer. I was going to say,
1: one of the things that I did want to mention is we found out that it was shot in the summer, and I believe this was shot in uh, California. Mm-hmm. And, and they, they had a shortage of pumpkins because it was summertime, and they actually had to, like... Go find pumpkins or order pumpkins or whatever, and they had to like make sure that the ones that they had were, like, well-kept. Like, that was one of the biggest things that they wanted to do was, like, make sure that these pumpkins were well-kept because of the movie. Mm -hmm. A lot of times they were at the point where they ran out of money, they were trying to find
0: funding, they had to drop, pick up. Yeah. Uh, It was originally supposed to be called The
1: Babysitter Killings, I think. Something something like like that. that. Something with babysitter in the name. The Um, Babysitter Killer or The Babysitter Killings or something like that. uh, Great movie.
0: Amazing series. Great. Go watch them. This has been the top fifty of horror movies horror, on Unfiltered Imposed Opinions. Join us next week for a we're gonna keep it a surprise because mainly we don't know what it is yet. Right. We uh, haven't come up with it yet, so you're we, gonna You're
1: gonna know when we fucking know.
0: Absolutely. Uh we're hitting that mark, so we will see you guys next
1: week. Follow us on all the social medias, um, all your podcast outlets. We are going to, I know we always say we're going to try being more active. Um, one of these weeks, we actually will be. I know we have done a couple things. Um, we're just really trying to get things in order, being that it's summertime. Drew's got to kind of get his schedule in order with the wife because all the kids are home now. and mm-hmm. I just started doing a, a new job Um so we're gonna we're we're definitely gonna start getting back into it, guys. Uh, I promise we will start putting out some content here for you. But until then, just hang with us when we get on here, and uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah, be sure to message
0: us. Uh, let us know things you want to hear us talk about
1: uh actually i would actually like any of you that have listened and listened to these last two send us your top 10 15 um horror movies that you guys like yeah absolutely and maybe we'll uh maybe we'll mention them um on some upcoming episodes yeah so, or maybe even we'll do a short. Also, you know, because those shorts are going to be for our Patreons. Which so you can subscribe uh, to which you can subscribe to. So definitely do that, mm-hmm. and we're going to start getting some of those uh, made up too. We have, I think, one or two right now, mm-hmm. uh, but we'll start getting some more of those once you fuckers start, you know, following us. So pitter patter, let's get at her. We will see you guys next week. Peace.